them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too she Promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. Happy holidays. I'm Kat. <laughs> I'm Tara. And I, <laughs> I am perplexed by some of the things I've seen this week that we'll talk about. On today's episode. Just for clarification, I was speaking oh. Wookiee. Oh, that's Is Wendy. That- it was a, it, I'm, not, I'm just learning the language, so it was a little rough, mm, but I was saying yeah. I'm Wendy and Wookiee. Because I've ah. heard a lot of Wookiees oh. speak today. Yes. I picked up a few things. We have all we we all have. It's, yeah. uh, I, I I I just cannot wait to talk about that yeah. movie. <laughs> I really am so excited. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about the perfection that is the Star Wars holiday uh, special. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about the Mandalorian season two finale. This That's is like where a very- I thought you were going with the whole perfection thing. <laughs> oh, you threw me off a little bit. Both, both of these are, fun. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both perfect in, in their own very ways. different ways. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna get a little cozy. We're going to cozy town. We're gonna we're gonna get all bundled up and uh, talk about some some fun Christmas day activities, including watching movies and stuff like that. So get ready for that. Get your cocoa cooking. Cooking. I have my Boiler? cocoa. How do you how do you do that? How do you make cocoa? Stir you it up. You warm up milk and you pour it in the thing with the. You know, mix. I think there's special cows where the milk just comes oh, out. It's really warm and chocolatey. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Okay. You gotta have marshmallows. <laughs> but first, guys, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Season two finale, chapter 16, The Rescue. Now, this is gonna be, as always, this is a very spoiler heavy segment. But if you have not seen this and you want to see it, do not listen to this segment because we are going to talk about some very cool spoiler spoilery things. Uh, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's get into this, guys. What uh, you know, what we can get into it in more detail. But of initial reactions, what are we thinking? Pretty darn cool. That was pretty amazing. That was un- shocking expected. in a good way. Yes, mm-hmm. I've heard there were rumors about people speculating that who might show up what big oh, thing cool. they're gonna have in the finale i'm glad i knew okay. none of them yeah I knew nothing about it very glad i didn't yes well i unfortunately i had a bit of a spoiler <sighs> and and wendy you had said don't avoid spoilers if you haven't seen it and i i didn't listen and i went on the internet actually on mm-hmm. inst i saw on instagram yeah that mark hamill had posted something and I was like, I was like, oh, this is the only reason he would say this is for Mandalorian. So I kind of had an idea of who, who was going to show up, but it was still incredibly cool. I kept myself off Twitter and Instagram and mostly Facebook until I got to see it, which took some doing, but smart. I did it, and I'm glad. It's very, um, very smart, Wendy. Well, you know, so if you don't know by what we've said, Mark Hamill, <laughs> well, Luke Skywalker showed up, obviously digitally manipulated in a way, but. I guess Mark Hamill himself played played the part, at least to some extent, right? Hmm. Physically, did he? I mean, because hmm. I know it's Mark Hamill did it, either just voice or physically. I don't know if they I had a photo, like a physical double, and then he just did the voice. I'm not sure how that worked. Well, he was credited as himself. Right. As Mark yeah, Hamill. and I wonder if he actually showed up on 
the set to some extent, or they just did him on his own, or how much he participated in that? That's a really good question. There must be... Maybe they'll do another uh, documentary oh, about they, this. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a great point. Why tell us now when they can save it totally. for us to all watch? But yeah, I'm. You know, obviously it wasn't him going aggro on all those dark troopers, but maybe they did just right. to capture his head <laughs> just so he, they can kind of get his movement, and then they completely replaced it with mm-hmm. whatever that was that we saw. Are well, we going to go through this episode kind of part by part? We should. I think so. We should dive into okay. this. I would like to do You know, that. at least in some capacity. At least building up to the end, because the end's where everything went out. But a lot, yeah, a lot a lot happened in this episode. It did. We had some badass women all leading yeah. the way, that's for sure. That's right. And those, that at the beginning when Boba and Bo- Boca Tan, <laughs> Boca Tan, Boba Boca and Tan. Boca Tan, yeah. Uh, kind of squared, or he went after them, and then the other Mandalorian girl, I don't know what her name is, but she um, kicked his ass, or they're kicking each other's yeah, ass. It was like a really cool fight scene. Casca Reeves. Ah, Casca. Casca. Good job with the fighting. Casca. Very believable. <laughs> Very believable. Kinda ended in a draw. Mm-hmm. It did. And he's got issues with those Mandalorians, because they called him out. And they were like, you are not a Mandalorian. You don't deserve that armor. <laughs> well, they definitely called out Boba Fett as you're not a Mandalorian. And Boba Fett himself said, I never said I was. And which I never yeah. thought of till that moment. Mm-hmm. He was a clone of, I yeah. guess, Jango was a Mandalorian, but he was a clone. So interesting development there. Indeed. So he's he's forming his team. And it seems like every time, well, well Bo-Katan's big thing is she wants the Darksaber from Moff Gideon. Well, she knows they're going after Moff Gideon. She's pretty obsessed with getting that back. Yes. Because it was hers, apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, uh, they, now here's the thing they kidnap, they get in to rescue the doctor, I believe, that doctor from mm-hmm. season one. One of the pilots who, the one that held the doctor at gunpoint. Oh, yeah. He was the big bad in the last season of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. So, oh. Yeah, I was like, I know that voice in that delivery. That's, that's, uh, the guy who, um, yeah, he was the big bad guy throughout the last season of Mandalorian. And was I mean, kind of like uh, that character was kind of like an undercover. Um, was he or was he just like, I mean, he shot his like co-pilot, uh, you know, was he, he just kind of he seemed to be more in the know about who the doctor was. And right. He seemed. Yeah, he knew what was at stake. Yeah. And I think it said the other pilot was kind of ready to surrender more. And this guy's like yeah. more hardcore. Yeah, that guy was, was like, hey, 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 I don't have any problem here. I'm not really with them. <laughs> right. and then the guy was like, oh, really? And now you did. I'm not like <laughs> with them. Uh, right. <laughs> just but, my job, man. I'm just trying to pay the bills. But the guy who was holding like the aggro guy, he was talking some serious shit. Yeah, to oh, yeah. uh to Cara Dune about Alderaan and mm-hmm. like you know yeah he's like I watch your family explode yeah there dude and we cl- cleanse the filth yeah this and that yeah I will say that stuff. the actor did a lot of smack talking on Shield he's good at it <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got that good like cold blooded delivery of like you're a worthless person you're planning to destroy <laughs> <laughs> and then I was glad to get shot right in the head so yeah yeah he was I was like good. is he gonna be around this whole episode. Good, no. All right, I saw that come in that character was just going to blow him away. Totally. Yeah. So. He, he kind of deserved it. Mm-hmm. But he was on the Death Star. And she's like, which one? Right, right. Which one? Both of them. Right. 
and now he's dead. And then that doctor was very forthcoming with information. He was pretty and no easy. One, to, yeah. No one seemed to question him even a little bit to see, is all this information he's giving us true? Like, it didn't even, no one even thought, how could... How can we trust this? Why can we trust this guy? Right. Uh, it was just like, oh, hmm. really? Okay. And then where are they going to be after that? Oh, okay. Let's make our <laughs> whole plan around what this guy is saying. No one even brought up the fact that, oh, yeah, why the hell would this guy help us? He could be killed for helping. Like He was like okay. one of the crew all of a sudden. He was helping right, them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. He was just yeah. like, and then we're going to go over here. Like he <laughs> spilled, out the, spelled out the whole plan. Oh, the dark troopers will be inactive for approximately a few minutes uh, before you'll have just enough time. Like not even to be like, how can we trust that this guy knows right, he could be this setting amount up. of info exactly. that he knows uh, we have a few minutes before the dark troopers activate. Yeah, he like, could be lying. But all he could be setting, could, setting um, them he, up. He almost like would, it would be weirder if he wasn't lying you know right i would just think they would question that or at least come up with a backup plan if all this information that he's giving them hmm. for no apparent reason well thank goodness he was just lying well and a bunch when- of balderdash yeah thank goodness <laughs> he was a honest yes. war criminal that abducts <laughs> children and, sure but you know. uh last season when we when I feel like Mando and this doctor had a bit of a standoff when he was going to rescue Grogu yes. the first time. And he's, he did mention he, seems, he was helpful to him. He was yeah. sympathetic. He's like, I don't want this. I don't want to kill the baby. Like I, you yeah. know, he he seemed like he cared about Grogu, and maybe Mando remembered that and knew he was like an actual helped. nice and guy. And just decided he could trust him with yeah. everything. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Hmm. Well, it worked. I just wanted one person. I just thought, surely, one of these people in this room are at least going to question him. Yeah. Right. How do we know we can trust him? Well, uh, then he can say, well, right. I care about the baby again. You know, like, remind us a, yeah. a little bit. That's a very because good point. Because they don't all know that. Like, Mm-mm. not even uh, Ming-Na's character is going to question him or, you know, like, how, yeah. or even Boba, how can we trust this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. You just walked blindly. That's right. Following his advice. I mean, he's a doctor. You can trust a doctor, right? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Well, they come up with a plan, thanks to the doctor's help, which turned out to be right. Uh, And it's, uh, they're going to drive in the, uh, that way cool Imperial cruiser. Um, and pretend to be chased by Slave One. Boba Fett's pretending to attack, and and Bo-Katan's up there saying, "Hey, we need help." They go over to you know the big uh, starship, Imperial starship, mm. and she's like, "We gotta land. We gotta land. We're under attack. We're under attack." And they're they're questioning it. They're like, "Hey, we'll send out some Tie Fighters. We'll help you." And let me tell you, those Tie Fighters swinging into position to go down that tube mm. was mm. cool. Yes, that was so cool. So it and was. I thought. This is what's so cool about the show is like how many times have we seen TIE fighters be deployed off the ship, exactly. right? But we've never seen that view of it where right. you like follow it out the thing. Like yeah. that was so cool. They just come out of uh, some hole somewhere. That's all we right. know. We don't know how. Right. Yeah. And that was awesome. Watching them but swing just, into place. Yeah. Loved and then it, it. just when it shot out and you're like, oh, and you're almost from the perspective of the TIE. Oh, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. No, that was Brilliant. cool. That was very cool. Um, and her plan is to land in that tube. Which causes a great deal of distress. Like <laughs> Gideon, he's like, not, he kind of knows tube, something's going down. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's kind of like, uh, yeah, he ain't something, dumb. Something's not right here, but he's fishy. But they land, and you know the Tie Fighters come out. Well, let's she, say they they mm-hmm. crash land into. Ca- it's not a pretty landing. It is no. not. But they don't and run into my- uh, the Tie Fighter. 
that's hanging right. out. Right. They avoid that. Uh, but one of my favorite <laughs> lines is from one of the random stormtroopers after they've crash landed. The, like the door's opening. He's like, oh, what are you doing? You can't have that thing in here. Get out. We got to get this thing out of the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just so random. Like, oh. What are you doing? What are you doing? That's not allowed. Come on, man. <laughs> you know you can't do that. It reminds me of all those chase scenes like in thing. regular movies where there's a car chase and they blow through a toll booth and the toll guy's like, you owe me for that toll. You know, and, there's, and there's like 50 cop cars chasing after. I'm like, oh, I'll owe me for toll. I'm yeah. going to get in trouble. Right. Um, yeah, well, then he got shot, I assume, because they came yeah, out and he shot everybody. The women yes. came out and started tearing it up. Yes. Clear the deck. Yeah, the women. It was, was late, like, ladies' night. And then night. I realized that I was watching four badass women, yeah. like, carry the, their own and it, it, fully believable to me as a lot of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I can feel, I don't feel as enthralled by some lady action people. Mm. But these four women, <laughs> I felt like they could legitimately kick someone's ass. Oh, yeah. And they made it look so uh, believable yeah. to me. I mean, you got Ming Na. Come on. She's yeah. badass. And Cara Dune, whatever you think of the lady. It, yeah, I mean, damn. The actress yeah. that plays Cara Dune, who we won't yeah. ever say her her real name, that actress <laughs> can can legitimately kick almost anyone's exactly. ass. So yeah, they, mm-hmm. they've they've casted really believable actors, and yeah, exactly. Katie Sackoff, are you kidding? Forget it. Like so brilliant, brilliant, brilliant casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was down for that because they're shooting everybody. So yeah, they're, so they're going to go in two groups. <laughs> they're like, we're gonna we're gonna break up. Uh, one group's going to go here. One group's going to go here. And Madel says, I'm going alone. I'm, go- I'm on my own. And they're like, okay, then we'll okay. be a group. So then it's Mando's kind of the di- diversion running around trying to find the child. Yes. Grogu. Grogu. I like the scene where they're shooting the troopers. They're falling into that weird, like, force field thing and falling out mm-hmm. the ship. And then and then uh, I think the two Mandalorians, Katie and the other one, Kind of fly off to the side, and then more stormtroopers show up, and they yes. like, swoop in and shoot them all down. <laughs> that was that cool. was a great scene on the bridge there. And then, of course, uh, Caradine's gun gets stuck at some point; it jams, and so she's just smacking them like, around. Like, oh, that stormtroopers rifle. can't shoot slash cannon gets jammed. <laughs> yes, and then she just has to hit it just yeah. right for it. Yeah, to, yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. I did happens. like that. Meanwhile, mm. Mandalorian, uh, our main Mandalorian is sneaking around to get to the dark troopers. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess he wants to, the plan is to shut the doors on them and send yeah. them out the airlock. Well, and yeah. you know that uh, Moff Gideon is on to them because he says, prepare the troopers. And yep. then you see him kind of act, start up and you're like, oh God, they only have a few minutes now <laughs> because we're all believing what the doctor said. So <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so yeah. when Mando start, yeah, starts walking by, they all burst out of their little shells, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's terrifying. Those dark troopers are so scary to me. So awesome. <laughs> they did such a great job with them uh, because, and even the the way the camera moved when they moved mm. um, to make you almost feel the weight of their uh, the metal hitting uh, the floor. It was really cool. I noticed there was like some oh, jiggle really? in there. That's yeah, cool. I'll watch that again. Nice. A little bit of bounce. Um, and the music and too is like and the sort of like, sound of like that. Yeah. heavy metal, electric mm-hmm. kind of thing going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very cool. 
Yeah. So Mando, yeah, he's walking by when this happens and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit. And he's like, no. Nah! And he's like, trying to <laughs> Bad <the> timing. <laughs> he almost has him and then one gets through the creepy hand one gets was in enough. there. Oh. Yeah, one was oh. enough. Then man. you learn how legit they really are. And how legit that Mandalorian armor really is. And thank God for that spear. Yeah, exactly. Thank God that he got that spear because everything else he had was useless. (laughs) Pretty much. But all you got to do is just stick a little pencil in there and jam them up. (laughs) I mean, it's not exactly a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) um, The punching of Mando's head by... The dark trooper yeah. was a little like disturbing, like in a interesting, you know. I was like, yeah. damn, because you felt that too. Well, man, like, it didn't even budge, like it didn't even bend. It was just like, no, Doom. yeah, Doom. it was cool. You know, his head's rattling around in there. Like. But like, imagine if he wasn't wearing the helmet, like the thing is just oh going to like take one punch, punch a hole through yeah. his skull and not gonna yeah, stop. Yeah, just be it's squished. Not gonna stop. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, they did it. You're right, Tara. They did a great job in making those things really, really scary and menacing. Yeah, and they just kept coming, and that was the thing. You're like, nothing Mando has is enough to stop him. Oh, God. Yeah. And, like, you're really worrying about him. And, again, this is one, and then you yeah. start to feel, they're like, oh, no, there's, like, 50 more in there. <laughs> yes. oh, uh, oh, no. no. They're like Terminators, like Star Wars Terminators. Yeah. yeah. They're so scary. Yeah. And they, they're, like, fast, and it's just, like, you have no time to – there's not even that much suspense because they're just coming at you, and yeah. you feel – you really <laughs> felt the panic of – of Mando as he's trying to fight and find a way totally. um, that will work. Brilliant. Yes, and then finally, his jabbing with his Mando Pencil. stick yep. works. <laughs> and he basically yeah, like short circuits circuits him, and he like stabs him in the neck area. I think they have that I weak think. spot. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and then he uses. And then yeah. Meanwhile, like you said, the cat, the scary dark troopers are trying to punch through the wall, and yes. they're getting through the wall and you're like oh my god not good not good mando <sighs> thank god for airlocks huh mm. and he Sucks runs right and, out yeah and and i was thinking why would they just be in the airlock but i guess they can that that's where they oh they can deploy yeah, from sure they that can makes deploy, sense but they probably have to prepare them to deploy right you know but, but they, they just were like, not ready for it and, no. yeah he, they got sucked out the airlock and you're like woohoo and then i was like <laughs> But I'm pretty sure they can just fly. Right. I didn't, you know, I was just like, you know what? Let's worry yeah, about that. That's, that's for e- another day. That's easy. They're, they're, you know, we have to worry about them anymore. So they're gone for a little while. <laughs> um, and then uh, he, Mando, Mando uh, discovers where little Grogu is. Grogu. And who else is with Grogu but Moff Gideon holding <laughs> the Darksaber over little Grogu's head. Yeah. Like, I'm going to cut this baby, even Teasing though I need this him. baby. Teasing him with it. And I like how then... It turns into like, look, I'm done with this kid. I just want the dark saber. I don't. I you just want the kid. I know that uh, Bo Katan just wants his dark saber. Just get the kid. I got no problem with you. Take the kid. I'm done with it. So Mando kind of like goes to get the kid, and uh, the whole time I'm thinking it can't be this easy. <laughs> and by the way, he's already promised Bo Katan to help her get the dark saber, and exactly. that's why they even agreed to come help them. But you know when. When he's given this proposition, it's like, okay, yeah, fine. Keep the saber, whatever. That's what he's saying. He's like, I, he's he like, I probably care. found a way to do both, but. He says, I don't care about it. I just the want baby, the kid. The baby yeah. shackles. And, uh, oh, that's right. The baby shackles. Did he cut the, the baby shackles off? I can't remember if. I don't think I can't so. remember if he did it at that At some point, point he had so. the baby had him on, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But, of course, as Mando's bending down to pick up little Grogu, 
Moff Gideon just says, oh, smack, and just starts beating him with the Darksaber. Luckily, again, the armor is ridiculously cool. Thank God for that armor. Yeah. Yeah. So it turns into quite the battle. Uh, Yeah, that is intense, too. Another another big battle um, with the Beskar armor and stuff. Um, But eventually, Mando prevails. (laughs) Yeah, because that, he didn't put up as good of a fight as the Dark Trooper did, honestly. <laughs> no. Well, no, um, but Dark Troopers, you know. I know, but uh, yeah. So then he gets the saber, he picks up the saber, and uh, Moff Gideon is just there, and he's going to take him to the bridge where he goes to meet everybody else, and he picks up a little Grogu. Um, <laughs> he's like, eh, 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 eh. Uh, yeah, and off well, they go to, to the bridge. But here's a fun twist now. Mm. He's like, oh, well, guess what? Bo-Katan wants this Darksaber, but now you have the Darksaber, and the only way Bo-Katan can get it is to defeat you and get it. Yeah, this is some bullshit. They walk into the bridge. (laughs) He's got the saber. It's literally like hanging flaccid off to this. He's like carrying it like it's no big deal. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) he's like, here. (laughs) It just looks like a hunk of metal. He's like, whatever. He's like, he's right. And that's when he breaks that, ha ha, you fool. You fool. She can't take it unless she basically kills you she's right um, she's like she's and right. Sounds like mm, it's true it's true here's something i'm reading though <laughs> true, apparently true. in rebels sabine wren i don't know who that is gave the dark saber to bo katan who by virtue of holding the weapon became the new ruler of the mandalorians without a fight so this will probably be addressed in the third season oh, so interesting. um yeah, so there there may be a loophole that we Yeah, and part of me thought they were going to fight right then, and I thought, no, no, I don't, we don't need that right now. There's I know. Other, there's a lot going on. Let's just yeah. get off the ship with the baby. Right. We'll be fine. Right. But no, hmm. something is back. The dark troopers <laughs> have returned. And they just, yes. like Tara said, they we did a lap around around the ship. They did a lap, they flew back. <laughs> Let's warm up, guys. Let's do a lap, right? <laughs> Come on, bring it in. Uh, so they line up. And here at this moment is where I start thinking, all right, here's what's run through my head. All mm-hmm. these dark troopers are back. Mm-hmm. We've seen that it took all this from Mando to beat them. There's no way they're going to gonna defeat one. all these. To yeah, beat one. They're screwed. Platoon. So I start thinking, some, some Jedi, something's going to have to happen. And I thought oh, really? it was going to be Grogu. Oh, I started thinking at this point, And then... The X-Wing flies in, and I think, oh, the Rebels are here. Like, that Rebel Force that cares, you know, people. Yeah, and right. there was even the line, I forget who said it, that was like, oh, just one X-Wing? And yeah. then I thought, we're saved. Like, yeah. 50 like, more was gonna, we're gonna jump in from hyperspace right, right. and be there, right? But no. And then I thought, <laughs> okay, I started thinking, okay, I think a Jedi is gonna have to play a part here. Sure. Uh, maybe it's Ahsoka Tano. And then all of a sudden, you see this dark figure in a cloak. Yes. In black, and I'm like, Holy crap. So then my mind starts thinking, how are they going to do this? Because I'm pretty darn sure this is Luke. <laughs> how are they going to make it Luke? So that's where I was at that point. But I like how they did it. They showed him yes. fighting on like the surveillance video. Yeah, that was so cool. That was cool. Yeah. See the green lightsaber. And very much the look and feel of, of Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One. Totally. Like you finally got to yes. see Darth Vader total badass. You get to see Luke do I mean, you've seen Luke fight pretty cool before, but you know, here's another... You and know. he makes it look easy. Moment. He just yeah. defeats the lightsaber can definitely cut through the dark trooper <laughs> That's arm. Because right. yeah. he was like, and in fact, I love the move where he would pull them to him yeah. with yes. the force. He literally pulled them to him, set him up like a baseball, and then whack the saber and <laughs> cut him in half. I think I've done that in video games before. Like, just come I over. think I've done that same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it is satisfying. 
Yeah, awesome. that was pretty. That was pretty great. Pretty epic. Yes. So, were you onto this there cat? Was a real or feeling of dread in there yeah. when they were charting pound through those. Oh yeah, they doors. were. Boom. Oh, that's right. They're like, pounding. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Ugh. It was like, how are they possibly going to get out of this? Because yeah, they're they're going to get mowed down. Moff Gideon's right. all smug. He's like, yeah. I'm, me and the baby are going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> I'm going to be alive. You're not. Yeah. Uh, well, so when did you figure? Oh, you know, you knew. You said well, you kind of been spoiled. Unfortunately, I did. So as soon as that X, when that X wing showed up. And then I think it was Cara Dune who says, oh, great, an X-Wing, mm-hmm. like very snarky, which I respect. Um, I was like, oh, fuck, man, that's Luke Skywalker. Luke <laughs> <laughs> Skywalker is going to come and rescue them. Uh, and he certainly did. And But like you, I was like, okay, how are they going to do this? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna? Is the cloak going to be down the whole time? Uh, are they going to do some sort of like, you know, what they did at the end of Rogue One with um, Leia and Tarkin? And it was pretty good. So it's yeah. actually, he, you know, he takes the, well, first of all, nobody knows who he is. No one recognizes, like, That's I guess, true. in my mind, know, like, the hero of the- <laughs> he, he's now destroyed two, I guess he only destroyed the first Death Star, but he's a, he's a rebel hero. Like, isn't he's a, isn't he a general or commander? I feel like he would have won a medal. He, <laughs> he did win a medal. He, you're absolutely yeah, right. Like, he did win a medal. I, I assumed if they, they would have well, put Boba it Fett together. Knows who he is? He does, but he Boba wasn't Fett there. Wasn't there though, that's true. no. Boba Fett mm-hmm. probably has some beef with Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, I just assume that he would have been a known quantity in the universe, especially even if they don't know what he looks like. Especially Kara having been a part of the Rebel. Totally, and she was on. Wasn't she on Endor? Yeah. Wasn't she like a? a anyways, I, that was kind of weird to me. That that seemed that like a bit that's a bit true. of a, a, a plot loop, at least. Kara should have known who he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. Uh, and they didn't really check to make sure that he was a good guy. They're just like, oh, here's the baby. But- they gave up the baby so <laughs> they easily. Did. But yeah, he's a Jedi. It. The baby seemed fine with it because he's a baby. That's true. He did, <laughs> no. he, he, he did seem kind of, he seemed excited to be, yeah. to, to see Luke. He could tell. Grogu did. I um, will say, I was... Uh, it did give me the like fun shock when R two rolled out. That was yeah. a nice little touch. Yeah, that was like, a nice touch. He's there too. Yeah, <laughs> That's so cool. That was fun. What did you think of the uh, the CG version of Luke Skywalker? I, I thought it was pretty good, especially. I mean, you could still tell they haven't gotten it one hundred percent perfect, but I thought it's it worked in the sense that like at the beginning of return of the jedi when he's talking to jabba he is more still like That's several true. parts through return of the jedi he is very calm very still Stoic. not a lot of movement very yeah. much that helps like, <laughs> you know when he was yeah i so i thought it was not that it wasn't like you went from empire luke to this luke i mean yeah. he, he kind of was like this in jedi so it wasn't a strike yeah yeah i didn't it didn't take me out of it you no know? like knowing that that he wasn't really there but yeah um, they I did mean, a good job. They did yeah, a great, it was awesome. I thought it was good. And yeah. I didn't it I guess it was Hamill's real voice. It didn't it sounded like somebody doing a Mark it Hamill impersonation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually didn't think it was him until I saw his name in the credits. Yeah. Cuz he has a much gruffer voice now. Point. Yeah, cuz his voice isn't like that now. So hmm. it could have I don't know. I I'm sure it will come out how they did it, but I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure there'll be, be a fun one to watch episode about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But no, great. What a great payoff. Um, it's so fun that John Favreau gets to play with all the toys in the sandbox, you know? 
You would think it's mm-hmm. like, look, Favreau, you can have Boba Fett, you can't have Luke Skywalker. Like, you're crazy, man. <laughs> no way. He gets, it sounds like, it seems like he can just play with anybody he wants to. So cool. So yeah. cool. And now, like, oh, who's going to show up next, you know? Right. Man. That's so exciting. Awesome. So good. Uh, and yeah. it was some pretty sweet sad goodbyes with. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was great. With taking Mando off the helmet. Okay. So taking off the helmet. So we've heard mm-hmm. these rumors, right, earlier <laughs> mm-hmm. this year that maybe Pedro Pascal was a little bummed that he didn't get to, to have any FaceTime on this great, huge hit of a show that everyone loves and talks about because you don't, you never see him. So now twice this season he takes his helmet off. Do we think that was because he insisted on it? I think that's got something to do with it. I think it works, though. I think it worked, though. I thought it was really well done, the ways that they did it. And I'm glad that they showed his face at those times, especially. This and time I'm kind is of fine especially. with it, too. The, yeah. the first yeah. time was like, okay, like, well, sure. Well, you could feel it being written for him mm-hmm. the first time. This yeah. time it felt like it should happen. And mm-hmm. yeah, it does. And I it feel was like really it was a sweet moment. It was a very yeah, sweet moment. See his face. You're right. Yeah. And I feel like it would be cool if he never took it off, but I'm kind of okay every once in a while seeing the dude under the armor. And I feel like they're moving in that way because of Bo-Katan and the other mm-hmm. uh, Mandalorians that don't, uh, you know, and well, Boba Fett's not technically a Mandalorian, but, but uh, he also has, you know, just he's learning new ways of. Yeah. Doing yeah. Has, and- has Boba Fett taken off the helmet since he has put it back on? Since he's gotten his armor um, back? I don't know, I but not. I, I don't know if they've just been hanging out, since, you know, right. like in a place where he went on and on. I, I can't remember. Mm. I don't think he has. But I like how, though, and it was all shined up after he got it. Like, he next time we saw him, he, got he, a nice he shined job. it up after. That's right. Uh, Pedro Pascal was giving me some real Nathan Fillion vibes. Again. When he took that helmet okay. off again. Big yeah. time this time, even more. Um, yeah. It's the mouth and the eyes. <laughs> and Have you seen just, Nathan Fillion lately? Yeah, and and like the rookie. Yeah, not that I watch like, the show, but I see him. He's like, kind of skinny and like cut now. He got really thin. Yeah, I don't like, like it. When he started the rookie, he wasn't. But yeah, I don't like it. Now he is much more. Yeah, I like Pedro Pascal's version of Nathan Fillion better. <laughs> yeah, he's just a good in between. <laughs> you know. He, yeah. Um, but it was a very touching moment, and mm-hmm. um, you know. Luke Luke uh said yeah he he needs he wants your permission he wants he wants hmm. you to be okay with with him him coming with me that's what he says basically <laughs> so he takes off the old helmet so um do you think we see Grogu next season I mean I fucking hope so yeah would be so <laughs> we goddamn oh, better they'd have to do some crazy stuff to like make up for the lack of Grogu and not that the show's not amazing on its own but just yeah. the dis- the disappointment and of like not seeing well, Grogu. and Grogu's the biggest thing from that show. He's like, hard to overcome. Baby Yoda, Absolutely. Grogu. He's the heart. He they can't like, let that go. Their relationship is sort of the, the heart of that show. It yeah. humanizes Mando. Well, and, and someone pointed out, you know, they're like, yeah, he's, Luke's taking Grogu to train. And you're like, oh, crap. We remember what happened <laughs> like, when he was <laughs> training the Jedi and Kylo Ren got all freaked out. So you don't know how far in the future that is. It doesn't yeah. mean little Grogu was still around. And, and then there's all this talk in the sequels of you know, the last Jedi and Ray and, but they don't know. Maybe oh, they just yeah. don't know Grogu's out there. Oh boy. Living a good life. Cause Yoda species lives to be a hundred, you know, 800 years old. They live a long time. Oh, that 
Baby Yoda in some way sacrifices himself to save Mando to, you know, when there's got to be some big quest for season three, right? Oh, you think? Or like whenever we get there, but we see him again. Oh, boy. And he uses the force because it has to be done. There's no other way to Mm. save them. We got to see the baby back. The baby's baby back. I baby want back, baby, baby back. back. <laughs> Grogu, you're so cute. Yes. <laughs> well, I love that. Are there any other shows that are going to be coming out next year that we're looking forward to that may have been <laughs> at the end of this episode? So do you think this is a new show? Or is yes, this is. the next season? Is this what season three yeah. is? This is a new show. Um, so let's talk about it. Well, because I remember hearing... Someone speculating. Oh, so you know. I, I sent y'all that article. Yeah, it's it's a show. Oh, so they were saying they were saying that they were concerned because um they knew Boba Fett was filming something. And they're like, they did oh. not announce the Boba Fett series at the Disney event. Oh. So they're like, that's when oh. they started getting all freaked out and speculating that does Mandalorian die because of of Pedro Pascal's issues. Mm. And then Boba Fett's going to take his place on Mandalorian. And then there was that whole concern. And so Um. partly when I was watching the finale, I'm thinking, Oh God, is Mando going to die? And then he didn't. And then of course, I think they didn't announce it because they wanted this thing at the end to have people say, Holy crap, it's a Boba Fett show. But I've heard (laughs) word that they are filming it right now. That's brilliant. Or soon. Yeah. Okay. Now that all, that all makes sense now. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Ming-Na. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like cool way to introduce it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for her. She just like not Same. only does she play like a, a badass character, but she gets to now be part of the spinoff. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, continue to be badass. Okay, so the credits end, and then we are. Do we see them? No, we just see it's just like an establishing shot you of Jabba's Tatooine. palace. You got yeah. the well, and you get the double sons, twin sons. Then it goes over, and you see Jabba's palace. Yep. And then you see his henchman, his sidekick, <laughs> put on a few pounds since Fortuna's <laughs> so good. Sitting in that big old chair. He, he's getting used to his new gig, you know, he likes yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's like, he took over, job is out, you gotta have a new uh, bad guy step in. So he did. <laughs> but I like how they aged him, they made him a little chunkier. That was so good. Um, so funny. Then all of a sudden you hear, you know, the little Gamorrean guards walking around, want to get shot. It's basically like a, uh, kind of a deja vu of yeah. when, when Luke comes to, uh, to Jabba's palace. It's pretty good. Yeah. And here comes Finn. <laughs> Shan, is it? Um, Ming-Na Wen? Yes. Finnick? Yeah. Finnick Shan. Finnick. You're absolutely right. Finnick yes. Shan, yeah. You got it. And, uh, yeah. So here she comes. I like how she <laughs> shoots all these guys and then <laughs> the slave girl sees her and yeah. is like, oh my god, I'm gonna get shot. And she's like, I don't know. I'm get, I'm freeing you. Like, shoots the lock get and out of here. Whole, like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Um, yeah, and here comes Boba. <laughs> he yes. just sits down. Fennec grabs something to drink. She's like, "All right, now what are we doing?" Yeah, she just chilling. She's like, "What now? What are we doing yeah, now, but boss?" Large drinking gun. some blue juice, getting <laughs> a little drink. That's gonna be cool. I, I'm looking for the, and I like it's the book of Boba Fett. The book of Boba mm-hmm. Fett. makes it sound pretty epic. So, what yeah. do we think this is? Then is like he now this is he gonna become well, like a crime lord? Or I gotta say, well he. He kills him, and then he takes the throne. Boba oh, yeah. sits in the big chair. And oh, for sure. And it just comes up behind him like, oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Kick. Yeah, it was really cute. I, You know, Boba Fett, here's the thing. I mean, he's 
He's always been a bounty hunter mercenary guy, so I don't think they can make him. I mean, they kind of already took Mandalorian that you thought maybe he was going to be the bounty hunter badass, but then you like he fell in love with a baby, and so he's kind of like <laughs> a good dude, definitely yeah. a good dude. So maybe Boba's going to fill that like the anti-hero Breaking mm-hmm. Bad kind of guy. Like he's good, but he's not that good. Like he just plain out shot that dude on the throne, didn't give him a chance to run off. No, he's like, I'm shooting you. I'm taking your throne. Yeah, maybe um, he's going to go kill a bunch of really, like, worse guys, like, bad guys. Right, right. Maybe. Know. I'm very excited to see. Oh, my God, so go good. With. It's it's Christmas, next Christmas, right? We have a 2021, year. 2021, December 2021. I give it five <sighs> rainbows the whole season. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I Star Wars, that. I tell you, it's, it's uh, yeah, like you said with the TIE Fighter thing, they took things that, they're they're so good at taking little things like that and just expanding. Like, how do the TIE Fighters get out? Let's show it and make it <laughs> mm-hmm. awesome. You know, just some of the fight scenes this year have been so epic. I mean, the, not fl- fight, but the uh, the chase, like X-Wing's mm-hmm. chasing his ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's got, he doesn't have a ship anymore. They got to figure that no. out, too. Um, yeah. So then, yeah. then, how do we? So are we gonna just pick up in that? Uh, pick up where that last scene on that? I don't know the, if you pick up the, the very last scene, but you got to pick up pretty close because you got Bo-Katan wanting her dark saber. Exactly, you've got to do something with Moff Gideon. I could see it starting. Maybe they've just delivered. I mean, I assume Cara Dune takes them to Rebels somewhere to mm. imprison. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'll be around though. Um, you got to figure out the Bo-Katan thing. You know, I don't know. I feel like they can't go too far. I can't. I, I can't imagine they'll just say, well, they found a loophole. He gave her the Darksaber all as well. I think they'll... Well, Right, no. Uh, no maybe... settle that. Maybe he goes and helps uh, Bo-Katan take back uh, yeah. Mandalore. Right, yeah. Mandalore seems to be a, a big theme. Probably where they're going with that. Awesome. So, so good. That'd be fun. Well, speaking of Star Wars, um, we can't give every Star Wars thing <laughs> five rainbows. Speaking of excellence... Oh, yeah. Lord. Um, so let's talk about <laughs> one thing that comes to mind. Like that what? might not get five rainbows. Uh, that is this week's <laughs> SNOP uh, film fe- holiday film festival. We picked the <laughs> Star Wars holiday special, which is as long as a movie. It is, man. They committed, uh, committed to that. Yeah. Yeah. An hour and 37 minutes of <laughs> content, if you want to call it that. <laughs> You know, there's a version you can watch that's longer because it keeps the old school commercials oh, from 1978. Oh, I didn't do that great. one because I, I didn't have time. You know, that but... was a nice, a nice break in between. <laughs> well, pal- I like the beginning of the cleanser. one I watched said something like Incredible Hulk is not showing. Yeah, it was like, and it had Wonder <laughs> it was, Woman. And it yeah, said Wonder Woman. Incredible that was it. Hulk. So that was pretty cool. Shown tonight. Wonder that was, Woman yeah, and the cute. Hulk. It took over those two shows. That is so cool. Come on. That's like, how much, how, pretty, how yeah. 70s can you be? Nerds were having a good time back then. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah, and I have never seen this before, so this was new to me. <laughs> and I, for some reason, I thought it was only an hour. And then when I saw, we watched it on YouTube, right? Well, like yeah. we all three watched it. Yes. It's only on YouTube. That's where the only place you. Can, well, I don't know. That's the main place we found it. Yeah, um, that's a good question. So then I saw that it's an hour and thirty seven. Like, oh my god! And I didn't realize that till I was about three minutes in. Yeah, and I was like, oh. I told Tara, like, you can forward through some of the musical numbers if you want. Oh, some of them boy. are really long. Are, they just yeah. keep okay, going. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, Kat. we'll okay. get to that. Sorry, okay. sorry. <laughs> Jeez. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. So, do you want to do you want to kick us off here? Yeah, I pr- <laughs> took pretty copious notes. On I wrote here and I said, I "You have to make sure you watch this." Like of we course. need your perspective. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. It's really your. I, I so, am just so excited to hear what you have to say. <laughs> so the at opening scene. Yeah, we see Han and Chewie uh, uh, trying to outrun are they is it tie fighters i couldn't see who was behind them because they use a lot of extreme close-ups yes. in this yes. especially what you well they're using star wars footage there's a the lot of, of all, a lot of footage they yeah. they introduce like the cast they give you know well, <laughs> so wait, 70s. I think there's that opening scene and then i think they go to the introductions i think you're right yeah Very so cheesy. they it was super cheesy they're like we're how, how am i gonna get you back for your for light day is the life, holiday that life is, day life, life? Day. it's life yeah. i thought they're saying light the whole no, time life day mm-hmm. well they, they did whole life in life day oh life day okay well <laughs> i will note that for the rest of my notes change your note uh, typo you know, so Chewie's trying to get home to his family for Life Day. Yeah, it's the most important day of the year, Tara. Yeah, it's the most the important Wookiees. day of the year. Uh, so <clears throat> they're on this quest. Yes. Then we're introduced, you know, kind of cuts away, sets it all up for the holiday special. We'll get the little intro. Yeah. And we're introduced to, che- to Chewbacca's family. Yep. They are <laughs> t- terrifying. <laughs> So disturbed by that. <laughs> uh, so we have his dad, Itchy. Itchy, yeah. Who, by the way, looks Wife like Mala. Itchy looks like the abominable snowman from the oh, from Jesus, the Matterhorn. He's scary. Yeah. He's what's going on with his chin? Son, what is happening? Oh, I don't know. That <laughs> I wrote that it's that the puppet. Oh God, it's just really creepy. It's like an unhinged jaw. It's so creepy. <laughs> but we can't forget his son, Lumpy. <laughs> Itchy has been and through B. some Arthur's shit. In it. That's cool. Oh my Wait, god! This is a star. B. Arthur. Listen, right. this is career path follows B. Arthur in this star studded. This is like this, in the seventies. Yeah. These were big. These were oh, big I, names. I wrote that like the whole cat, like the whole movie, like everybody's yeah. in this. Yeah, very they, big names. Yeah, huge names. And I was impressed by that. I thought, oh, even James Earl Jones voiced oh, Darth yeah. Vader. Sure. Hey, you weren't alive, so, Tara. Let me tell you. Nothing. By the way, in I was the whole world. I was one years old when this came out. You were one. You don't know. <laughs> Nothing in the entire world was as big as Star Wars. Yeah. So Star Wars could have gotten anybody. I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe not. Maybe they thought it was cheesy then too. But Star Wars could do whatever they wanted, and, and they these, chose. Well, they did. And, <laughs> and so, and these names were big for TV. Like B. Arthur, yeah, yeah. Art Carney is it like a legend, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Harvey Corman, he was like super big star. He was, you know, Huge. Carol Burnett show. So yeah, like these are big TV Sun names. Carol, for sure. big singer, big deal, big deal. Yeah. So <laughs> we Jefferson get our Starship first... apparently was the band. At least yes, right. Jefferson Starship. I know. I was like, wow, this is a star-studded <laughs> cast, and that's pretty much where the part where I was impressed ended. <laughs> if you had stopped there, you'd been like, well, that's we got, amazing. okay. During still the introduction, sorry, yes, we got our first glimpse of Mark Hamill. Oh my gosh! Who I saw, and I was like, "Who looks just like Ellen DeGeneres?" (laughs) He's wearing makeup. Why is he wearing eyeliner on? Yeah, like his hair is super blonde. Um, Uh, very strange. Oh, he's very feminine looking. But hold on, before we move on. Uh, I'd like to mention that the the house that Chewie and his family live in it's really nice. It's a big open it's a nice floor house. plan. It's, nice. it's got like upgrades. I'm it's into got, like, it. A really nice stove in the middle. Yeah, no, it's a nice. The kitchen is nice and open. It's much better. Very much nice nicer than my kitchen. Plan. Yeah, it really is. They have a lot of amenities <laughs> there. 
Okay, so they don't certainly don't live in a cave or anything. No, he's doing. She was doing okay. He's doing okay. Yeah. So it opens. Um. Yeah, and some you know they're very high up. They're like kind of in the trees, and there's like a 200 foot drop down, and yeah, looks like everybody's homes are kind of up. Tree homes. Tree homes. Sure. Um. So we get our opening scene, which opens in the in Chewie's family room. Yeah. But Chewie's not there. It's just, I even put, in a very humanish living room. <laughs> we have a lot of the same amenities as we do. They do. So this is how we, we come to find his family in the living room. Dad, Itchy, <laughs> sits on the couch and works on a toy airplane. Sure, yeah. Lumpy. X-Wing, yeah. My first conclusion is that he's a brat. And mm. Mala... He's just running around and yeah, but screaming. Mala's working in the kitchen. Lumpy gets done a little dirty here. I feel like Lumpy... He's an innocent mm, kid. He is. Well, you know, maybe if we could understand what Lumpy was saying. <laughs> but I recorded the first oh. 12 and a half minutes of this. Oh. Is this a series of grunting? <laughs> Very good. Like Chewy or the uh, <laughs> Wookiee speak. Okay. Very good. With no subtitles. Okay. Oh, that's true. We so actually have no have idea. You have to look at the um, facial expressions and tone. That's where we really get a good look at Itchy's terrifying jaw <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. a good point. We have no idea what they're saying. Um, so uh, I did notice, um, and then for some reason, Lumpy goes out on the on the balcony and he like <laughs> walks along it again yeah. we're like two at least 200 feet in the air he just like walks that's how he gets to the other room that was very weird he's confusing just, for me he had to take out the trash right uh mala made him take out the trash so he's just me- he's messing around he's having a good time he's okay. like yeah, i might as well All just right. almost die by walking by the way, across this railing. And then, yes. i would like to tell you some trivia the mala which i thought was nala but it's mala with an m mm-hmm. lumpy and itchy are actual nicknames their true names are mala to buck in Atichikuk. Sure. Okay. So just so you'll know their true names. Thanks, Wendy. And Itchy. Sure. And we'll use their full names so, from now on. <laughs> so I did note that the music at this point was nice. Okay. The music, like during the open, it was very, you know, the theme, like Star Wars. Great. You know, you got the nice kind of, it's very pretty. Okay. Um. Then we, Lumpy's back from... Whatever he was doing. Walking on his rail. Um, and then uh, he and Grandpa Itchy decide <sighs> to watch, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. I have it in my notes described as watch weird circus fairies <laughs> that then become life-size that are straight out of Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> modern interpretive dance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so they're watching like the hologram. Yeah. It looks it's like, like it's a, a hollow circus. It's like a hollow chessboard, right? Yeah, kind of like what's yeah. on the Falcon. Who yeah. knew it dance. also did whatever this is? Yeah. Uh, they were terrifying. <laughs> the music then <laughs> went to a very terrifying circusy uh, hybrid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this was a, the first place I started fast forwarding. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and then I, my notes say I'm scared. This feels like a snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Lumpy's face is so creepy and weird yeah. circus music. Like Those are my notes from that part. Lost, and he's like, makes these expressions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they keep little... showing these extreme yeah. close-ups of yeah. them. Totally looks like it's that. It's so scary. It's weird. The eyes. Oh, man. <laughs> His eyes are super creepy. Meanwhile, Mala goes to check 
the little like laptop, little yeah, computer so terminal can, they have there right in the living room. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Check her email. She goes and checks on traffic, right? Traffic control to see where Chewie is. Sure. And it says no starships in the area. Oh man, where's Chewie's late for life oh. day? By the way, I'd like to point out, I did also read that Mark Hamill in his girlish appearance was heavily <laughs> made up because he had already had his accident oh. and was recovering from the plastic surgery. Okay. So that's why he mm. had a lot of makeup on. Okay. And looked like Ellen. Okay. <laughs> he totally so like she receives a transmission, mm. and I call this from now on, I just call it FaceTiming. So she FaceTimes with Luke and R2 are like in a garage fixing something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Luke is like, I don't want to. <laughs> no, that was Leah. She has a great line at, at the part. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, basically they keep saying, hey, put Han on the line. I need yeah. to talk to him or put Chewie on the line and Mala wants that she's, that they're not here yet. He's and not then it's like, fucking oh, really? Here. Stop well, calling. that is, um, t- yeah, that we don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then it looks like they're trying to show Luke that che- what's Chewie. It looks like a toy Chewie in a box. Or is I it a picture a photo. of Chewie? I think it's like a photo. Oh. Oh, is it? Okay, I thought it looks like a <laughs> it's not exactly like it's a, collect- in the box. a collectible it's- Chewbacca. Okay. Leave it in the box. Then, yeah. <laughs> then Luke says, "Don't worry, Mala. Why don't you give me a little smile?" What the fuck, Luke? Mala, you'd be so much prettier if you smiled. <laughs> fuck you, Luke give me a little Smile, Mala. What are you saying? That's horrible. You shouldn't be sad Mala, because your husband's missing. Come on, silly. Give me a smile. I want to see that smile. Well, I wish I hadn't seen the smile because, <laughs> again, it, it was like, ah, ah. <laughs> so close up on her face. Yeah, she doesn't want and to it smile, lingered, Luke. It lingered. They just held the camera there. And I was like, oh, oh Luke, boy, am I watching? She doesn't want to smile, okay? That's, Lord. Uh, that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it did. It was. It was seemed out of place that he would be like. There were a lot like, of things that were kind of It was like, it took a weird turn. Like, he <sighs> was like, why don't you give me a little smile, Mama? Smile, Mama. <laughs> Let me see that smile. Like, Ew. <laughs> Gross, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so then. <laughs> Go take your makeup somewhere Luke, else. And then she FaceTimes the guy. I don't know what his name is, but he's the trading post. We're going to call, gonna call Art him Carney. Art Carney. That's Art Carney. Art Carney. Yeah. Yeah. call him Art Carney. Um, he works at the trading post on a He did his best planet. what he had. He, d- he, like, yeah. he was committed. I'll give him yeah, that. He was. He was, he was, he was in was. it. Yeah. 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 And so he's there at a shop. There's like an Imperial guard that's off duty. Um, he tries to sell the guard like a pocket-sized aquarium. That was just, again, uh, unnecessary five-minute scene. Again, like, what are we doing? And very, <laughs> establishing very his character. Get me out of here. For as little words as that were in the film for so long, there's yeah. a lot of excess words that don't need to be there in there from the humans. The yeah, we could have yeah. cut a lot of this out. It yeah. should have been a 45-minute um, thing. Yeah. Honestly. And then, so then he gets the FaceTime from Mala and he goes, Mala, I know why you're calling, right? Because he knows. He knows the guard is there yeah. and he's not going to like give him not any. stupid. Right. He's like, I know you're looking for that furry blanket you ordered. <laughs> it's on its way. Trust me. Uh, I think it's coming straight from that planet. It was made by hand. So <laughs> Yeah. I love that. Very, Wait, I did like that line. Very sophisticated yeah. code. Yes. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> By he, hand. Yeah. You could say and it's she, and then she's like, oh, oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm glad he speaks Wookiee. So yeah. Then he hangs up and um, oh, then God. again, more and more unnecessary words where he's selling the guard uh, uh, groomer mm-hmm. and he has to go she through has... a list of all that it does. And then the groomer or the guard says, I'm taking the, it was a, a fast lot. Fast forward, fast forward, fast, fast forward. forward. 
<laughs> okay, back at <laughs> wait, wait, oh wait, oh then we get to see Vader yeah. for the first time. And he's the, looking, la- and the last Star Wars footage. And the last yes, time. yes. Yeah. He's looking for the rebels, and he says, "Even if we have to search house for uh, house by house, that's how we'll do it." And you're yep. like, "Oh no, they're going to search the whole planet." Uh, so he's looking for rebels, and then it—that's it. It cuts away back at Chewie's family, yeah, family's house. Yes, <sighs> Mala watches a cooking show. Yeah. I guess they have a lot of the same. Things, you know. Sure. She's very similar. She's preparing the life day meal, Tara. It's very yes. important. She's it's gonna important. try this this new recipe. Bantha surprise yeah. is the holiday <laughs> meal. Sure. <laughs> and I really would have made a dish called Bantha, bantha Surprise. Meatus. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so it's made from a Bantha loin. Yeah. It's the choicest <laughs> cut. That's the best cut. <laughs> and um I don't know who this person was playing uh um, Harvey Corman. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, playing comedic a woman genius alien with four arms. Yeah, he's in. Yes, he's in drag. Was, I did appreciate in... how they revealed the extra arms. That was so, funny. That was cute. Uh, yeah. So, um, and I noted here that there was no music. Um, Ooh, interesting. No, yeah, it was dry. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, and then, yeah, that's proceeded the to be, uh, <laughs> That's why this scene to, doesn't work. You have to stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. Sure, yeah. And then he mad. Stir, whip, stir, whip, whip, stir. And almost manically. (laughs) Yes, very manically. The hair's falling out. The hair's falling. And then that's when the third arm pops out. That's right, for the mashing. And then you got to do the, yeah. uh, (laughs) See what I'm doing here? You got to beat it. That's what it was. And then the fourth arm comes out, uh, and then it's just she's gyrating all over the place. Sure, so. she's yeah. Again, <laughs> he is completely committed to this. Mala part. was doing her thing, but cooking. then she she turns it off. Do you realize? Like she's like, I'm done. Like yeah, Mala, yeah, Mala that. is all of us in that moment. Like, yeah. what are we watching? <laughs> what took you so long? <laughs> uh, uh, then we come back to Han and Chewie again. The Tie Fighters chasing them. Lots of more close-ups. <laughs> Lots uh, of you're right. It's very tight. All their coverage is super tight. Tight. <laughs> Our face takes up the whole screen. Why? Why is it so tight? <laughs> oh, then we're. Uh. Thank God we're back at Chewy's. <laughs> Make sure we you get a FaceTime message again from the from the Empire uh, announcing martial law. That's right. No yeah. ships in or out of the system. There's They're searching everything. Blockade these rebels. Yeah. Then we get a knock at the door. Oh boy! Ooh, who is oh, it? Oh gosh! Hope it's it's, not, the, oh, it's, uh, it's the shop guy again. Art Carney. Art Art Carney. Yes. Good old Art. And he, he's like, I made it through the Imperial block, so I'm sure Chewie and Han won't have any yeah uh, problem getting in. No problem. He says, Hey, I have a present <laughs> for you. Oh, it's a proton pack. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Then he then it takes another weird. Oh, this is where the... he gives out a few presents. No. Th- Okay. I don't think okay. I'm quite to that weird turn yet. Okay. Uh, he gives the presents out for light day, and Mala I, kind of looks like, oh, I don't have anything for you. And he's like, oh, well, what can he give me uh, in exchange for these presents? And then she gives him, like, a kiss on the cheek. Yes. He's like, ah, that's that more like creepy. it. Mala, yeah, that was a little creepy for me. All these men telling Mala what yes, to do. Again, right. it was the 70s, so this was acceptable behavior. It's mm-hmm. just, It's just gross. Yeah. Does not creepy. hold up. No. Unnecessary. Especially when it's a Wookiee. Especially when <laughs> it's life day and it's supposed to be like a right. giving day. Yeah. And then you're Come like, on, yeah, man. In front of my kid? Like, that. are you fucking kidding yeah. me? What do I get for that? <laughs> in front, not in front of Lumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lumpy's learning all the wrong things. That's right. Well, Lumpy, we see Lumpy <laughs> up in his room fiddling with something. Yeah. He's having a good time. He's up there. 
Meanwhile, while Lumpy's upstairs, um, <laughs> Grandpa Itchy gets to try out the proton pack Ooh, that whatever. Art Carney puts on him. Yeah. Which is kind of starts like a trippy kaleidoscope. Yeah. But, so it's like a thing. It's well, like a virtual reality. Yeah, like it's a, an old fashioned hair dryer over his head. Right. It's like a perm or something in the hair salon. It's VR, right? right? But even right. the way he sets it up, even when yeah. Art Carney's like, It'll you're going to have a great life. You're going to like this. Dude, yeah. what are you doing? Um, <laughs> let me, guy's let me read a little trivia here. Okay. Number one. Bruce Valanche was one of the writers and has okay. admitted he was using cocaine heavily while writing this. <laughs> okay. Number two, checks out. according to producer Mitzi Welsh, the sequence where we are about to speak of with Diane Carroll was, quote, intended to be softcore porn that would pass the censors. Okay. Well, I got that vibe. Yeah, I did too. They, they <laughs> the succeeded. The kaleidoscope starts out innocent enough yeah. and then you start adding people in there and they're just kind of like floating around in this kaleidoscope world <laughs> and then you keep getting cuts of grandpa's face with yeah, the thing on very happy. Like, having a good time. and then uh diane carroll it takes a get take takes a yeah Ty, diane Car- carroll shows up yeah, creepy turn um it really she's talking in a very sul- sultry voice yep. and she's basically the equivalent of Hey, big boy. Uh, <laughs> and she literally says, I find you very adorable. Mm-hmm. Let's like, have a good time. Who plays it. This is your fantasy. Experience me. Enjoy me. Those are direct <laughs> quotes. <laughs> this is supposed to be a kid's show. Yes. And, and she's like laying there like, <laughs> and it goes on and on. This is when I found a musical it's number. Like five yeah, that's minutes. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, like it was five minutes. I was like, "What?" Meanwhile, so it's cutting between Diane Carroll being like sexy, yeah, and who and is itchy, very sexy, very talented and woman. Itchy's gross face reacting <laughs> to it. Inappropriate. Giant up lower lip. It was <sighs> disturbing. I I wish I could have taken a picture of the face. <laughs> I mean, we it was basically do that. like from even before this, just to the end. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to, thank God, cuts to Le- uh, Leia and C-3PO. Right. Leia's doing some accounting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Part of the job. The end of the Yeah. All they face, then they paperwork. FaceTime with Chewie's family. Yeah. Uh, Leia finds out Han and Chewie haven't arrived yet. Well, first she says, she's talking to Mala, pleasantries exchanged. Um, and then Leia's like, you know what? You know what? I don't want to tie up the lines any longer. You know, uh, <laughs> is you might get put a hot on or something. Come on, man. That's harsh. Yeah. Like, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> How are you? Great. Okay. Can we go ahead and put the big boys on now? Anyway. I mean, poor Mala. She's just subjected to yeah, all I this. Yeah, for Mala. Disrespect. I do too. This is, yeah. Uh, I don't so feel then good about Mala's like, yeah, I would if I could, bitch, but he's not here. <laughs> And then, oh, really? Oh, no. What could have happened? Ugh. But also, uh, like, C-3PO is, like, trying to help and interject and stuff. And Leia is just, like, over it. Right. Let C-3PO <laughs> do his job. He's an interpreter. He knows all the languages. Just yeah. let him do it. She's just over, oh, there, over him completely. too, with that. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> um, then Leia demands to talk to Art Carney and say, you're going to protect them, right? Makes him promise. Is there a man around I can talk to? Yeah. Is there a man? <laughs> In respect, I feel like it's more a, a human. She wanted to talk to a human. Okay. Whatever. Sure. 
<laughs> then we cut back to Han and Chewie. They're going to Chewie's planet, but they have to fly farther out. Oh, damn it. they're going to yeah, so avoid Han's like, the blockade. So it's a long walk. Get over it, Chewie. But it's life right. day. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying. Han's trying. Meanwhile, back at the house, Lumpy hears a ship overhead, and it it's a good cut right from Han and uh, Chewie flying over. So you yeah. almost mistakenly think, oh, it's, it's them. them. They're, like, not that far Yay. away. And they get a knock on the door, and... Is it daddy? No, Mm-mm. it's a stormtrooper. God damn it. Brigade. Yeah. Let me say for the record. Now, in 1978, when you're a 10-year-old <laughs> watching this show, and stormtroopers come to the door of the Wookiees, that's a scary moment. Sure. Because at that time, you were still legit scared of the stormtroopers. So that's that was scary. I bet. Oh, I was legit scared. Pretty sure I was scared back then. Wendy, do you remember uh, watching this? vaguely but not enough to know if i thought it was good or stupid Got it. i think i I'm, i know i watched it i have no doubt i watched it Got it. i just don't remember the experience that much cool then with the stormtroopers there's like an imperial commander guy that's obviously the boss guy yeah. and he says inspect the house and wendy i think he has a transatlantic accent of some oh, kind I feel like ooh. He did. Yeah. good call yeah, good I, call I, I, I hear that and then the shop the art, my art Carney just starts rambling again. Way he's too many to words of help. Him, I have my distract him. Horrible. He's like, I have my identification right here. Hard. And he's just rambling incoherently. <laughs> hey, listen, Tara, that is, that is like, legendary art Carney you're talking about. Uh, okay. Are you questioning his acting choices it's, in this? Like, you can critique the writers, don't critique art. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm it. saying Untouchable. it's the script. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And then a trooper bends down the lumpy and he's like, oh, hi, fella. And Lumpy's like, ha. He's like, yes, they have no respect for authority. Um, so the troopers just wait at the house, um, while they just wait there, just yeah. chilling. Right. Yeah. And they then really target, well, they ask where the fourth Wookiee is. Like, there's supposed to be another yeah, Wookiee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Art's yeah. like, oh, you wouldn't believe, they just had a big fight and he stormed out of here. So he's trying to help them, but he's they're trying. like, well, we're going to wait. Yeah, we don't believe that. So the troopers are waiting. They got to entertain themselves. One sits down at some kind of contraption yeah. music box of sorts <laughs> where we get a miniature Jefferson Starship performance. Yeah. And also it's full length. Full length. Yes. And Again, you know, what makes it Star Wars is that he's singing with a lightsaber microphone. So mm-hmm. it makes total mm-hmm. sense. It counts. Yeah. So that happened. <laughs> that definitely um, happened for at least five then, minutes. Yeah. I like this then, very moment, though, because, you know, they have that telecommunications device in some shelves, but there's like a, a fake wall. And then behind the fake wall is more fake shelves. And then so they had to move the other fake shelves to get to the thing. So when the stormtrooper's right. like, oh, there's something behind this. And he moves the little wall. Mm. He sees shelves. He's like, right. oh, it's, like, it's oh. just more shelves. So I was like, I gave him credit for that ingenuity. It's clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job, Wookiees. Um, then the, they're all still there looking and, uh, again, uh, the script just goes off the rails a little bit. Uh, search the upper level, go up there and search the upper level now. I like uh, we lots of snapping to too. You there, go up. I said, go up to the upper he level. Snapping. Um, lots of snapping. Goes yeah. on a lot. It well, does. I feel like saying the same thing. it was very rude. They basically kind of looked around the bottom, but he goes up to Lumpy's room and oh just God. trashes it, and he rips the yeah. head off his Bantha stuffed yeah. animal. For no it was reason. completely unnecessary. Come on. Yeah. It's life um, day. And they <laughs> yell for Lumpy. They basically say, you better shut that boy up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so then and- Lumpy 
here's now here's one of the good things that came out of this in a way. Oh, so very good. Lumpy goes to watch a cartoon. He goes to his iPad. He goes that to his um, and the cartoon is is famous for the fact that it introduced Boba Fett to the world for the first time ever. That's right. And, oh. You know, it was kind of fun. Like, that's the first time, you know, because he didn't show up till Empire, but he was in this cartoon. Mm-hmm. And so being a fake friend, you could tell he wasn't really a friend because he was hitting that dinosaur he thing. He was right really on. mean to that. I know. Room. Not cool. That was so yeah. mean. Unnecessary. And, yeah. First of all, could we note how creepy the animation was? It was pretty um, creepy. It was interesting. And I was confused. I was like, is this happening? Because it kept having Lucky, or Lucky, uh, uh, Lumpy, Lumpy. <laughs> reacting to it. And I was like, is this supposed to be like, now they're cartoons? I, I yeah, is he watching actual watching things? Right. Or is this but a is it cart- actually happen? Yeah. And he's like, it's a yeah, sneaky way because they're cartoons. They appear. I don't know. It's never um, explained. No. So... The, uh, they have to crash land on this like sludge planet or a mu- moon <laughs> sure. where they kind of like it's kind of rubbery um, <laughs> and then a dinosaur dragon shows up tries to get him <laughs> and then they're dragon. yeah they're saved by Boba Fett and he's on another giant friendly dinosaur mm-hmm. and he shocks you. him and he's such a dick to him yeah. the dinosaur yeah the dinosaur is so you know, he cute was and then he's even like why would you ever care about what these Beasts think and oh yeah mm-hmm. you know you don't like right. animals bro no no, no not good no. um and so they eventually make it there uh, and find out that this talisman they have <laughs> makes people sleepy I had no idea it's fine. you gotta it's, hang them upside down so the blood why this is necessary <laughs> cartoon I did too I did too Hanging upside down. Now Luke's hanging upside down. Chewie goes with Boba. And then they go to a city on the sludge panel. Oh, I watched the whole thing because I'd never (laughs) seen it. I didn't know where this was going. Then we see Boba is working with Darth Vader. Lumpy screams. And then I was like, wait, is this real? Right. Like, is he really? uh, But I just went with it. It That really doesn't mean anything. It was confusing. Um, Then the droids intercept the transmission and learn Boba is bad. This is all, again, happening in the cartoon. <laughs> and then I said, what the fuck? Han's animation is <laughs> oh, so He looks hideous. Luke looked okay. Han looked weird. They weird. all looked hideous. Han looked like Slender Man. That's oh, what I would compare. Fair, yeah. Han looked a little creepy. I get that. It yeah. was really weird. Like, I, don't, I did not get it. They all looked weird. Um, um, then... Yeah. Interesting They're choice. saved. But um, I like how they... The, the, oh, R2 and 3PO spoil it and say... Hey, he's really bad guy. We saw him talking to Darth, and and even though they don't, they just wo- woke up from being their sleepy thing. There's a couple droids. There's Chewie, but then Boba's like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> he just like goes away. <laughs> you know who I'm up? Who I am now? Bye. Yeah, he takes off. He uses his jetpack. Yeah, he takes off. Out. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Um, Bye. Let me go back to reality. I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, this is where the troops just make a mess They're of Lumpy's room. Tr- Crashing the, the head place, off, man. Uh, um, and then. Uh, I guess after that they they leave or they go downstairs. I can't remember. Uh, they're like waiting downstairs, and then Lumpy uh, hooks up his anamorphium transmitter. Oh right! But before he can do that, he has to watch um, an <laughs> instruction <laughs> uh, tape. Yes, um, that also felt like a snuff film to me. <laughs> It was of it kind of warned you at the beginning. They're like our anamorphians have some can sometimes uh, like pause or like uh, basically you know they're kind of 
short circuit. It's I think he's like a robot doing this this instructional <sighs> Maybe. Uh, video. Yeah, who knows? This is a point I was like, Best word. Best I, I wish word. I was drunk when I was watching this. Maybe it would make more sense. See, you you're doing. She's doing the fast forward <laughs> motion. Best I didn't word. have Best that pleasure because again, I didn't know. You're a trooper, Tara. What was happening? You're a trooper. Um, and at this point, I was like, I just want to see what happens next. <laughs> what happens um, yeah, next? Same. Uh, then it proceeds <laughs> to be a really creepy slow mo robot man. Words, words keep going down, and it's so scary. And he's like jerky. Oh, gross. it's really weird. And then he does a really creepy tongue flicking thing. It is disturbing. Um, but listen, Lumpy seems excited. So. Lumpy's well, doing what he that wants. Lumpy's excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was it was interesting. But at least uh, he's full. He gets his machine working. Right. And uh <laughs> and so he uses it to send a message to all the Empire, the troopers, and the Imperial guy. Return to the base, return to the base. Well, you're, so you're, they get this radio signal. You're getting ahead of yourself. Am I? Yeah, you're skipping a oh, no. the what best part of oh, this entire great movie. Oh, no. um, what did I skip? Oh, my favorite then part? The troopers are called to, are called to um the the TV screen. Yeah, they have to go to the smart from, TV from their leader that uh randomly for some reason <laughs> yeah, I know who this dude was never explained. No. Uh they have a mandatory show that they have to watch called <laughs> yeah. Life on Tatooine. They have to watch sure, it yeah. right then. Yep, mandatory. Um and they and <laughs> It's mandatory uh, so that they can get a glimpse into what you don't want. And I, I don't even <laughs> no. know what it was trying to say. And then at, then the video plays. And then the troopers are just like hanging out there with their guns, like watching this <laughs> mandatory This work happens video. all the time. And mandatory. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have to do this alone. And then uh, – <laughs> and they make – as it's – you know, it's clearly Tatooine. And then there's like a narrator voice that's like, this is – is intended to be a real life look at life on Tatooine so that you do not make the same mistakes. This is unedited and unrehearsed. Oh, shit. It's like cops. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, and then it goes into this, like, mini movie. Yeah, it's the cantina. We're we're in, I feel like we're on the, in the Moss Eisley cantina. Yes. Mm -hmm. If, if, if I may. Please take it. (laughs) Please take it. Now, I know I watched this when I was young because ever since then I've been saying my end game in life is to be B. Arthur in the cantina. That's my retirement career goal. I love it. Because I loved B. Arthur. I couldn't even remember that much about the song. I remember she sang a song that to me felt kind of like winsome at the end. Like, that's all I really remembered. But yeah, so, but first, she's the bartender. And B. Arthur's awesome. You gotta love B. Arthur. Again, she's committed, man. She's She's in it. She owns that bartender role. Yes. And, uh, is it Harvey Corman again? Of course. Yes. yes. With, and he plays a guy who has become smitten with her because last no, time no, he was no. there. Smitten is not the word. He is an obsessed stalker. Obs- yeah. Stalker. He is obsessed stalker. Borderline assaulting her at some point. I love the yeah. dialogue. He's like, you know, she's just like, yeah, what do you want to drink? She's having none of it. Yeah. Um, no, no. But he pours the drink down the hole in his head. He has like a volcano head that you don't realize <laughs> like, until he gets his drink and just pours it down his I head. Mean, yeah, that was pretty good. More oh. disturbing later when she herself takes pours. a pitcher and just pours it straight down yeah. his head. Okay, um, I guess. Like, uh. So then we get a whole scene of him. He's got like a flower for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he said, you know what? Since I was here last time and you said what you said, it changed my whole world. All I did is go home and I thought and I thought and I thought about your words. Yeah. 
Six it was words. Like, Thanks for coming. See you next time. Yeah, or I'll be waiting no, or something. It like was. That. I'll yeah. be. Uh, it said, "Come back soon. I'll be waiting." Yeah, that was her word. That he was took what it she a said personally. He took it really personally. Um, and what he says. Uh, oh wait, was this after the? Oh no, no, not yet. So the stalker won't leave her alone. Mm-mm. Um, and. Then he realizes, because she says it to another customer that's leaving, and he's like, oh, wait. She says that to everybody, right? Um, And then he proceeded to tell her when when she does essentially say, well, you know, I said that, I say that a lot. And he (laughs) says, what wasn't, what you said doesn't matter. It's what you meant, what I needed to hear. Mm. I went home and thought and thought about it. And then he hugs her from behind. Cool. Comes out of right. nowhere and hugs her. Nope, not cool. From behind. Mm-mm. It's a bear hug. That's what it is. Non-consensual hugging. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then uh, the then there's another Oh uh, yeah, FaceTime from the empire saying <laughs> there's a curfew. <laughs> you got to close. Closing up. And her jackhole customers won't leave. She's trying what to get asshole? them to leave. She's like Go home, go home. The band's like, we don't want to go home. All right, one more song. She's telling everybody to go. No one will leave. New customers walk in. They're not leaving. So she starts singing a song. The only as, option. As you do. Yeah. And I will say, it's a song kind of meshed with the Cantina song. Yes, the a band slower played. version. I got to say, I like the song. It was great. I like the number. It's so it was only good. good because she, the it way was, she did it. It's I mean, all about this is the highlight. This is the highlight. And she's and I, walking around and she's kind of winning them over like one last drink kind of thing. It's it's, it's not a bad song. It's actually no, good. I, it's really it's good. It's actually, and it's smart like what she's song. doing. Right. And I wonder when I saw B. Arthur. Nuzzling in a booth with as she's singing with a giant mouse. Yes, um, I was just thinking. I wonder if B. Arthur ever thought that she'd be here. Well, here I did life. read that she said she did it because her youngest son was a huge fan. Oh, okay, that's why yeah, she that makes amazing. Sense to it. But I love I it. I bought it. I bought it. I did too. Put out the B. Arthur Cantina action figure. I'm buying it. Uh, yeah, I've always been fascinated with B. Arthur in the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah. I so love essentially, it. Essentially, she's great because she's simultaneously dancing and singing yeah. with her customers while also kicking them out them without out the them door. noticing. Yeah. And the song is really called, I think it's called Good Night, but Not Goodbye. Right. It's great. Great. Get the love hell it. out of here. Love it. See you another time. Um, well, I and will then say, she- let me just say there was an original director on this on this special who directed that. He was responsible for the cartoon, and I feel like maybe hmm. one other thing, but he left, and another director. Oh, I think he maybe did the Jefferson Starship thing, but he left, uh, and uh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. He quit after a few days, so he did <laughs> some of the. He did two of the things that were cool: the cartoon, which at least introduced Boba Fett in the canteen, and scene. then this number he did, mm-hmm. but then none of the rest of it. Well, B. Arthur sense. ultimately leave, leads everyone outside with a conga line. So she's singing. She's like, hey, everybody, <laughs> follow me. Let's dance together. And then they dance right out the door. Yeah, there's like a sweet moment at the end. Uh, yeah. and she's singing and like it is everyone's leaving. The best part like of this whole thing, up. honestly. It really yeah, is. It is. Yeah, it stuck with me. So um, well done. And it's a little melancholy and it's yeah, kind of yeah. like, this is a hard, you know, this woman has a hard a life, life, you know? Right, she's yeah. constantly being interrupted. Business is hard because of the empire and her, you know, she's got to deal with these fucking customers all the time. And yeah, you know what makes it harder? Mm. Because when everybody leaves, oh God. she turns around. Damn it. And the freaking yeah. stalker guy is still there behind the bar. And he holds and now up they're flower alone. like he's it's charming. Oh, like, oh. a happy ending. 
No, I don't like that at all. No, it's a little. I she tossed him out. I hope so. She, Maybe she, she has like a, blast, a blaster in her robe or something. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. that. Mm. that nope. I just lot. the guy has a hole in the top of his head. <laughs> made it like <laughs> they could have made him like sweet and endearing. Like uh, no. they could have made it like. Like they could have made it a nice story. Here's right. Again, back back he, in seventy eight, maybe he was. Ooh. I mean maybe, based on some of this mm. other shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. It was like, oh, a man likes you, you should just like him back. Exactly. He's just not giving up till you Look care. how sweet he is. He's not giving up, so you have to give exactly. in. Exactly. Those are the yeah, rules. That, that goes well. Sorry, those are the rules. Ugh. <laughs> and then so we cut back the movie. The mini movies over the right. mandatory mini movie that the troopers have to watch <laughs> in the middle of a mission, and then it just cuts to the troopers and like oh, and that's it. They don't ever explain what lesson they were supposed to gain from that. Right. They just move on, and I'm like, why was this mandatory? This could have just been like a random movie lumpy watches or something. Are you saying that there's some some plot holes in this, Tara? Oh lord, I guess. <laughs> I mean, sorry to burst your bubble i know <laughs> i don't know I really love I this but disagree so then you know what they search they ransack the house they decide to leave let's get back to base right uh but one you stay here you wait for the for the other uh wookie we haven't seen yet um and so the tr- one trooper stays and he's just kind of poking around outside but hold on lumpy's the hero here and wendy, oh, yeah, wendy yeah. you mentioned it earlier he uses yeah. the his he toy the radio signal that art carney gave him and that harvey creepy harvey corman helped him to set up he uses it to transmit a fake message that sends most of mm-hmm. these bad guys away mm-hmm. um so yeah the trooper uh <laughs> it's an important versus... plot point i needed to say thank you <laughs> makes a lot more sense now. yeah there you go so the troopers wandering, kind of just poking around out front. And then all of a sudden, Han is there and pushes the guy off. <laughs> the, and he falls he 200 does. feet. Well, Chew- well Chewie shows up first, right? Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, I, I, it was, was all kind of a blur. Like, protects his son and then Han okay. hangs up. Right. And then, and then he, Han yeah. runs in, um, <laughs> picks up Lumpy and says, here's your daddy. <laughs> and puts Lumpy into <laughs> Chewie's arm. And then he's like, you got bigger or something like that. Yeah. Oh, also, picks him up like a baby. And he, it's so weird. Let's mention that the stormtrooper, as he falls, uh, gives out the Wilhelm scream, which is like a signature Star Wars uh, sound effect. Yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So they say they were, you know, all um, re- you have a reunion with Chewie's family. Right. And Han says, oh, it's nice to see you. Han uh, is surrounded he- by Wookiees. Harrison Ford had to act in a scene with all Wookiees. I, mm-hmm. I'm sure he loved every minute of this. Well, he had some. <laughs> he made he it work. To, he made it work. He had to really, um, <laughs> really get emotional because before he left, he said, "You know, I have to go, but you're like a family to mm. me." Yeah. Followed by <laughs> back and forth, long lingering looks Guys, between Han and Mala. There, were, and- there was gazing. There was gazing, yeah, straight up. It was what? It was like uncomfortable. It was gazing for sure. It was real. Again, very tight, like super close up. up. (laughs) What are they trying to tell us here? Are they? Is Han and Mala having a secret affair behind Chewie's back? No, come on now, Wendy, your daddy, Wendy. That those Um, gazes though. Those you can't deny the gazes. The gazes were were strong in this. 
film. The gazes were strong in this one, I swear. Yes. So uh, <laughs> Han says goodbye after gate his gaze yes. and, and unsaid words that he leaves with <laughs> that he says with his eyes. Um, oh God! And then followed by Chewie hugs his family. Uh, it would be, it would be a you know uh, gets to um, reunite with his wife. They're all so glad he's back, and it would be a really sweet moment if um we weren't supposed to feel something um because we were given more long lingering looks right to make us really feel the <laughs> yes. moment are you feeling this way more than yeah. i needed to feel it <laughs> lots of gaze so there's long looks between the family members <laughs> then chewy and mala have an awkward tender moment <laughs> that's very, very strong looks they like go up to each other and they're like they're kind of looking each other they're like smelling each other in the face, and you're like, "Are they gonna make out?" And then, very uncomfortable. It, and it keeps going, <laughs> yes. and then they just like they hug each other. Turns out there was it no was editor on me. this. They just kind of <laughs> whatever they shot is what they used. <laughs> <laughs> there were no cuts. Maybe that may be true. Um, <laughs> so uh, then Art Cardi comes back. Yes, with his unbuttoned shirt. <laughs> That was, that was the little, like, that was very unbuttoned for an old dude. It what was. was doing? It was. Like, were they trying to make him sexy? What was that? I don't know. Yeah. It was a weird, guys, it was unbuttoned for an old guy. It was the 70s. They, it was a weird time. It was. And they get another transmission from the Empire. The, the Empire <laughs> is really has a lot, like, a good um, media department. Yeah. Uh, they're really out there. They're, like, producing mandatory films for <laughs> them to watch they have a lot they have AV, a lot of good special av bulletins. department needs something to do so. yeah yeah um and that spokes guy that he's like the spokesperson the on-camera guy yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> making all the announcements um and he's trying to find that trooper that was pushed off the edge that's right you're right and yeah. then thank god that that uh art carney's there he handles he folds him he says you know what that trooper robbed us and then ran <laughs> off into the hills. Unbelievable. They bought it. Man, Art Carney, the guy, man, he's good. The Empire guy's like, uh, oh, okay, you're right. You know what? I'll send out a <laughs> I'll send out a search party. We'll get him. We'll okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. No one ever comes back to check. <laughs> Hopefully. Um then uh okay, so then the, they're sitting around again. Yes. Um, they are lighting candles. Yep. Um, and it's sweet, and I'm thinking, oh, here we go, lighting the candles, yay, life day, yay, so fade to black, perfect. We're done. This is ending number one. <laughs> one, no, one of many. The lighting of the candles only means huh. they're now going to be in in um, red robes, right? Creepy, uh, and f- be floating through space, walked into an orb or something. Very yeah, and then they culty. walk into the orb, and I think. Oh, okay. That's that's it. That's the end. Ah, ending number two. Okay. Uh, no, no. Oh, what? No. What? Cut to oh. Chewie's family in a cave what is- now. I guess that's where they went. Everybody's in their creepy robes. What is uh, happening? With, <laughs> with everyone. And then uh, the droids are there. For some uh, reason. R2 and tp 3 and, and, and b- Let's just take a moment. There are like a hundred Wookiees. Yeah. That's a lot of costumes. And that is. They're and all, they were high quality. They are. And they're all making the Wookiee noise. Like, it's like kind of like, it's, guys, it's too loud. It's, <laughs> it's pandemonium. Too, it's cacophony pandemonium. of Wookiees. Um, <laughs> and then C-3PO starts to say something really sweet. Yes. 
and he says, uh, this day is so special and so meaningful, and we see how meaningful it is for you so much that we wish we were also alive oh, yes. <laughs> so we could feel. If only so we had emotions. basically doing a Pinocchio and how much they wish they were real so they could feel the emotions. Uh. And freaking Han, Leia, and Luke just show up and cut him off mid-sentence. And they're like, but hey. What are they doing? Um, disrespected. And then Leia makes a big speech about but sharing. What are they doing uh, there? The, they were the supposed to fight against evil. They just show up. In this they how, do they, how do they get there? Because they the Wookiees had to like candles and walk through outer space into an orb. <laughs> but now they're just there. Like, guys, this is a very, okay. like, sacred moment. Get out of here. This is Wookiee only. Right. This is not about you Get out. right now. <laughs> it's always about them. Ceremony. Exactly. Chewie never gets his own moment. Like, yeah, get so they out. crash. First they, they totally crash. crash. C-3PO's really nice speech. And obviously, he's trying to get out some some feelings he's yeah. had for quite some time. Yeah. Um, uh, and then he's cut off. Um, so then, yeah, Leia makes a big speech, and then Ugh. why not have her sing? I mean, so obviously, sing a song. It, it felt to me like when Carrie had her big speech, she was really trying not to laugh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the, the vibe the I went on getting. a little bit too. Was there was a lot of different ways she said, <laughs> "I'm glad we're sharing in the fight against evil." That's the <sighs> one I picked, but there was like she said it in a few different. It was again like a five minute long speech. By the yes. way, Tara, to answer earlier your question, that is Carrie Fisher singing. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, sure, yeah. she, she wasn't bad. She demanded voice. that she be allowed to sing, but didn't like oh, it long. That's hilarious oh. <laughs> that she demanded. As long as everybody knows, I don't like it. But no, like she um, legit okay. had a great voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah she could sing. She came from, um, from two really good singers. And so the song, uh, what I got out of it was a day, <laughs> like the Life Day song, a day that brings the promise, one day we'll be free. Um, yeah. singing and singing. It's life day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, we get some, then it fades and I'm like, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. And then it's just, uh, then it's just. Ending number three. Extreme <laughs> close up of Chewie's face. For no fucking reason. <laughs> right. No fucking no, reason. Why? reason. And then it, he, uh, yeah. Uh, why, Wendy? And then it goes into a clip. It's a trailer. A montage for the movie. Trailer. Again. Back in the day, in 1978, I mean, Star Wars had been out for like a year, you know, and then but it was Christmas 78. You didn't have your DVD recording. You didn't even have VHS recordings of this film. You, right. get, you couldn't see it anywhere. Right. So this was their way of like, I'm pretty darn sure when this part came on and I was 10, <laughs> I was like, oh, clips from the movie. And it got all excited because you didn't see the movie anywhere. Right. You, you couldn't just watch it all the time. So when they brought back clips and of course he was reflecting on his life is that what that was was? okay yeah and uh you know and it was probably very exciting to see clips from the movie because you just couldn't call him up whenever you wanted fair enough there you go okay noted thank you so then it you know we see ran uh chewie's face again it's like okay (laughs) ending number four ending number four now we're done (laughs) nope we fade back up they're back in the living room at their house they're sitting uh, at the table, so their family. Yeah. It's life. You know, it's life day. we get to see it all. We get to see them hold hands. It's very we get sweet. to see them they're almost do somewhat a little of a prayer. Yeah, the a prayer. prayer. Praying, yeah. Um, and they really, uh, again, a lot of ge- looking and gazing, very <laughs> methodically done. Um, really feel like you're there yeah. in the awkwardness like, <laughs> of your family holding 100%. hands. And, um, and then 
mercifully. Okay, this has got to be it. They do the they zoom out from the outside of the house and the credits come. Uh, six endings, guys. Six endings. Mm. Um, fun Are fact. You glad you recommended it, Kat. I am. Oh, I am. It's so much fun. This was. I mean, just it talking about it was worth it to me. Um, Bob <laughs> Mackie did the costumes. I watched mm. the credits. You guys watch credits? I did, but I didn't pay attention. Uh, you it, know what I. I was done at that point. <laughs> Illustrations by <laughs> Ralph McQuarrie, who also did the oh, original concept. Yes. I did recognize, art. yeah. Uh, Stan Winston did all the Wiki family uh, yeah. costumes, whatever. Uh, it was taped in Burbank at Burbank Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, Lucas, George Lucas's name is nowhere on this. So my <laughs> guess. nothing to do with it. Well, that's what wow. I'm sure Fox is like, hey, um, CBS wants to air a special, George. So can you write something? And he's like, <laughs> No. I'm like cool, cool, cool. We're gonna do it then. We're gonna we're hire some people. We're gonna really nail it. We're gonna we know what people well, you know want to see. Let's do this. You know what? Then That's my let's guess. give George some credit. Absolutely. Since you know he gets a lot of flack for not being the best storyteller, but he even he was smart enough to know uh, that he shouldn't touch. I this. think he's a good storyteller. He's just not always a good executor of that story. That's true. That's what. That's, that's fair. More what I meant. I like agree. Being yeah, I agree. So good for him yeah. for not wanting anything to do with this. <laughs> Except Smart for the B. Arthur cantina scene. That that's classic. <laughs> yeah, that, it is. That, yeah, it's fantastic. That's, that's good. That's that a, a standalone. You can just play that as like a little Halloween yeah, little, or Halloween <laughs> Christmas like cozy music thing that you you know yeah. watch. So yeah. I give this <laughs> film, if you call it, a point five. Uh, point oh. five. Oh, that's wow. half of one. Ooh, okay, so, rainbow. Um, just just for the effort that of, of having the whole cast there, sure, and some of the costumes yeah. were elaborate. There were some good costumes, and for B. Arthur, B. B. Arthur is really contributing yeah. about point uh, three of that point five star. Uh, to me, it's all about B. She carries this whole thing. She 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 prevents it from being. Uh, I think. I mean, the point five is a little harsh, Tara. I think it's a little harsh. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid two. Okay. Because of B. Arthur and because of uh, I enjoyed the awkward gazing that thing that was fun <laughs> for me and to know that Harrison Ford probably hated every single mm. minute of this that that mm-hmm. makes me happy. I'm gonna <laughs> give it a two, also okay, but because I love Harrison Ford because <laughs> I'm glad we got to see more Han Solo because I love Han Solo and we we got bonus Han Solo Han Solo moments sure. in this and the Boba and, uh, the Boba he was there you got thing. you know and of course I lived it. I was there when it was on. I'm sure it was very exciting to have these characters doing things, even if it was cheesy. And at 10, I probably was fine with it. Uh, and like you said, B. Arthur. And mm-hmm. uh, it's all about and B. the introduction of Boba Fett. So for all those it's things, very cool. I, I go with a two. It's fun. It's all I'll fun. give it a bonus star for its festiveness. Okay. It's something to watch at holiday time if, are you gonna watch it better as um only if it becomes a drinking game oh oh that's a it definitely could be every gaze take a shot <laughs> love that every uh, every bit of misogyny uh take a shot yes. <laughs> we'll get drunk every quick. uh you know uh, uh cut that was just a little too long <laughs> yeah, too long lingering lingering yeah lingered that's <laughs> uh, classic it's a classic yeah. Great. I bet there's one out there. We should look, look that up. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Well, all right. Okay. Well, I don't know that you'd want to watch this movie on Christmas Day. 
Um, but we have some ideas for other movies that you can. So this is a we're going to Cozy Town, guys. Get on your robes. Do you have your robes? Ooh, I'm gonna put my hood up. Uh, I got my Wookiee lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me go right. ahead. I'm gonna start a fire here. Get the fire going. I finished my cocoa, but there I still have marshmallow. Nice and cozy. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> you like that? Nice and warm. I always want that background on this <laughs> from now on. So, guys, you can hear the f- fire's crackling. Mm-hmm. Co- cocoa is steaming. <laughs> Let's get cozy with some of our favorite cozy movies and now by this time it's if it's christmas day you're watching uh you're looking for something to do you've probably watched enough holiday movies for the season and if you're looking for like a bit of a palate cleanser if you're over christmas and the holiday season maybe you can watch something else uh still kind of cozy uh but maybe not christmas themed and so each of us picked a couple movies that we consider cozy movies like for me cozy is like obviously i know what's going to happen it's going to be a happy ending. It's comforting for some reason, whatever reason that is to you. So it's very sort of open in, to interpretation. Uh, so let's jump in. Who wants to? Who wants to? You. Throw, okay. You go first. I'm really curious because I think I may have missed the mark on some of these. No, and and no, I don't think so. Wendy, whatever you think is cozy. You know what I mean? I think between the three of us, someone out there will find something mm. that they can connect to. So for me, number one is nine to five, mm. 1980, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton. Uh, this movie is actually, I remember seeing it when I was a kid for the first time. And like, I, I probably had seen it a bunch of times as a kid. It's actually not a kid's movie. There's a lot of adult, oh, no. adult things like, happen. They're smoking pot. And all they're smoking pot. They steal a body. Yeah. Uh, they tie That's up their, awesome. they tie up their boss in S and M gear. Don't they give him rat poison? Too? Yeah. They think, but it's a theme. They, they try. think they do. Yeah. It's, they right. don't, but there's a lot of like, they fantasize about how they would kill him. It's a very adult movie, but it's super funny. It's Dolly Parton's like first real, uh, real role in a movie. She Fantastic. fucking killed it. And so yeah. Jane Fonda produced this. This was her. This is her movie, and she wanted Lily Tomlin, and she wanted Dolly. And uh, it's just a. It's it's a masterpiece. I love it yeah. so much. I'd love to do a deep dive into it one day. Um, but I'd like to rewatch it. It's that would be fun. so yeah. much yeah. fun. Yeah. It's such a great movie. It's a great ride. All right. Who's next? Well, uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to lump these two together. The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. Ah. Uh, and Love Actually. Nice. Is is a big one. They feel me. like they kind of go together. The uh, you know, yeah. um, it's I just love everything about Love Actually. Awesome. Um, yeah. Wendy? Well, of of the ones on my list that definitely sort of have that fall comfort feel, When Harry Met Sally. Nice. It is in my top films in the history of ever. I'll it's, never forget the first time I saw it. It's a perfect um, movie. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just so much classic stuff it's in like there. It's like the ultimate rom-com, right? Like, I feel like that it sort is, of set the bar. I'm not a big rom-com person, but yeah, this this is on my top list. It is the ultimate to me of rom-com. It did everything right. Great and choice. It was perfect. Excellent and choice. I love it. Mm. Yeah, and it's in the fall. I mean, it covers a lot of time, but it's just uh, it introduced the world to Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, great soundtrack music. Yeah, um, yeah, great love choice. It. My next pick is going to be Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah. Um, that is a good one. It's so much fun. About that film. It's you know, if you haven't seen it and you're you're a nerd or part of a fandom, what what are you doing with your life? Go and watch this movie. 
It's basically this this group of actors who were uh, on a cult TV show like ten years prior are going to conventions and you know trying to get paid, and they get wrapped up in a real life space adventure. And it's uh, Rain Wilson before he we knew who he was. He's one of the aliens. Tony Shalhoub, Sam Rockwell, oh, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman, Tim Allen, like incredible cast. Yes. Oh, uh, so much fun. These I've seen it. Enrico, however you say his last name, Cole, whatever. Um, oh yeah, who was on POI and who oh. was like Veronica Mars? Wasn't he Veronica, Veronica Mars? Mars' dad? Yeah, uh, yeah. Also Missy Pyle, who I really <laughs> like. Justin oh, Long, yeah. Justin oh, yeah. Long. That's right. Great cast. Cast uh, is ridiculous, and it's so it's just so funny. It uh, I've seen it a million times, but I laugh at the jokes every time. They just hit. They never get old. So great movie, yeah. fun. Fantastic. You can very much, it's very much like if, a, if you're, again, it's a fandom movie, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no brainer. Sure. Hits home. It does. <laughs> it gets you right yeah. Um, I, uh, again, I'm going to lump all the Harry Potter films in together nice. because I always feel like that's a good cozy one. Totally. Um, uh, it kind of covers all the different seasons and especially Halloween and Christmas are always in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have delicious, a lot of delicious English desserts in there and English cottages and cute English towns and things like that. Super Lots cozy. Of cozy English stuff. Mm. Um, which is how I imagine AK lives her life every, every day. day. Every day, AK. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and then after that, uh, Pitch Perfect is another one that I find very cozy and therapeutic to me. Love it. To watch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, next up for me, Rudy. Very fall, northeast fall, football, cold weather. I love this movie so, so much. Very uplifting. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, music, just everything about it. It's one that I could watch a billion times, and it gets me every time. Nice. And it's uh, definitely a comfort movie. Well, my last choice is a classic musical. It probably is the most well-known musical to come out of uh, of Hollywood in the 50s, Singing in the Rain. Really? Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, Donald O'Connor. I've seen it a million times. Hmm. It just it just makes me happy. There's you know, Gene Kelly at his best. He's jump he's dancing around, jumping off of walls and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Um and Debbie Reynolds, of course, Carrie Fisher's mom is like, you know, she's she was America's sweetheart at the time, so this is sort of her in oh, yeah. her heyday. Uh great movie. Just a, a really feel good, happy movie, and it it makes me it it it's sort of my ultimate cozy movie for sure. Uh, well, I'm gonna throw in for my last one a TV show. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna put in Grey's Anatomy. That goes without saying. <laughs> one, I really feel like on Christmas Day I could just put it on mm. and cozy up all day by the fire to watch it. Is Gilmore Girls? Ah, uh, very good. So much great cozy content in that heartwarming. Nice. Of course, it takes place in an adorable fictional town in the Northeast, and every you know, it's where you wish you were. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of fun for me. Nice, good choice. I guess for my last one, I give I give a shout out first to Titanic. Yeah, that's one of those huh. that's if it's on, put it on, love it. But I feel like. Uh, that's sort of all year round. The fall, the fallishness that I'm feeling with coziness is a is a movie that I liked okay, I guess, when I first saw it. But it's it has become in my top twenty. Don't think it's crap top, crack top ten, but Goodwill Hunting. Ah. And for whatever reason, that movie has really, really, really grown on me over the years. Hmm. And it's 
in a weird way comforting. There are just particular moments in there that I love for one reason or another. The whole the feel of it, the, what the added the thought behind it. Uh, Robin Williams scene on the bench hmm. to him, like he's like, you know, you think you know love, but have you, you know, done all this? You know, painting. You could, you know, tell me this artist, but have you looked up at the Sistine Chapel and all that? That I, I could watch that over and over, hmm. and that's perfect and beautiful. I swear it won him the Oscar. Um, well, son of a bitch stole my line at the end. I gotta go see about a girl. That's oh, just so many things about that movie that if it's on TV, I'm probably stopping down to watch it. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, good choices. Nice work, guys. I think these are all mm-hmm. very cozy choices. Yeah. 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 Or a good, you know. You know, we all have different ones. It's yeah. fun. It's not for everybody. All right. In the spirit of coziness, we want to wish everyone happy holidays. Yes. Uh, whatever you're celebrating. Yes. Life day. That we are. Yeah. Like uh, life day. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Chewy. Best of us. Uh, <laughs> whatever you celebrate. Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a tough year and it's a tough holiday season because, you know, we can't be together and there's there's some people out there who might be alone this Christmas. But uh, you got us. We're here. And, uh, you know, we appreciate (laughs) you. No, we're always here. We appreciate you all so much for listening. So thank you for listening. We hope you have a great holiday. And, uh, you know, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here next week. Yeah. And ne- next week we got the Snappy. Oh, boy, guys. Big week. This is a huge here event. The first annual. This is a big award show. Everybody knows about it, obviously. Dress up. It's in all the news. <laughs> we're going to be wearing our best, our, our, our biggest gowns, our best gowns, the pr- right? The press release comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, big, big episode next week. Uh, if you have a nominee, <laughs> you know what these <laughs> these awards are for. If you have a nominee for a Snappy favorite actress actor moment scene anything in pop interview, culture inter- interview on the show um anything you liked yeah yeah send it send it to us uh, tweet at us send it instagram whatever um it's gonna be a big show guys so oh so exciting and if you'd like to nominate something you can find us on the twitter at snop oddcast one d uh or you can go on instagram or and facebook at she nerds out podcast you can send us an email to sheenerdsout at gmail.com. And so you don't miss the big snoppy awards next week. You should just subscribe to this podcast. And that way it'll show up. You don't have to do anything. And if you could leave us a review and write, uh, uh, give us a rating, that'd be great too. And in the spirit of Christmas, make it a good one. If you want. <laughs> Please. Don't leave us coal. Don't, don't leave coal. <laughs> don't leave us a lump. All right. <laughs> On that note, ladies. Ho, ho, ho. She nerds out. out. Happy Life Day. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Dirty things. Oh, Lumpy.